I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes, to another lovely episode of the Disney Playlist, and uh, happy post- Christmas 2022. Right. This is uh, the day I'm after coming Christmas. Coming back to you from a long drive, baby. Oh yeah, we're we're that we're trying for a quick turnaround on this one, but I don't work today, oh, yeah. so I'm gonna try to get out today, day after Christmas. But we're also oh, recording the day after Christmas. Oh shit, my god, man. that's crazy. And, well, I can <clears throat> do it. That'll be the fastest we'll ever have an episode put up. I could do it. Because, you know, if, if we do it good, then I only have to listen to, like, a half an hour of something and then that's right, that's put, right. It, put it on the internet. Well, then, we're in speedball mode. Yeah. Let's get it going, baby. Let's do this shit. Oh, shit. I said three times, four times in the first minute. Let's quickly get the <coughs> ad portion of the job out of the way. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is, of course, Green and Faces. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't even know if I said no, I am the Green you Trout did from it. You did it. Oops. And I am the Faceless Leode, and this is Green and you Faceless on the couch. No, we're not. We're, I'm not cutting anything. We're, this is oh, Speedball. shit. <laughs> you, I was going to say, you could cut it out so I didn't steal your gig. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. But it's no, right. what I was going to say is the, the, being Green and Faceless, if you like this episode, if you're enjoying the Disney yeah. playlist... Uh, you know, hints at the future, we might be doing Studio Ghibli somewhere along the line yeah. or other ideas. And you can, you can obviously always leave us ideas and comments. You can talk to us however you need to through, through email or whatever, but you can also go down to patreon.com slash green and faceless and check out our subscription tiers. It really helps us out. And yeah. we appreciate each and every keeps, one of you for doing keeps so. Keeps the show going, uh, you know, helps us pay for... Streaming services and uh, yeah. movie tickets, and gives uh, you, rentals, that kind of thing. Yeah. It gives you a little bit of authority over us. Yeah. A little bit of, of, it of does. hearsay. We very soon here will have both of our patriotic uh, things coming up. Uh, we have an episode every month called The Potato Pick that is Ba-boom. recommended and voted upon by our patreon patrons and we also have bangers and hash but that is exclusively on patreon so there you go you know everything you need to know about patreon and now we can actually do a movie review a poke of hauntus a a poke yep a poke of hauntus um poke of hauntus yeah Poke? I meant to say of Pocahontas, but oh. my whole dyslexic brain, after three hours of numb driving, mixed it all up into one. Yeah, you drove back today, right? I drove back today. All right. And how how are the bad. roads? Roads aren't too awful. Uh, the country roads could use some some TLC. Yeah, but that's that's to be expected, you know. Yeah, there was but, uh, it, for the, those the highways all taken care of on the other side of the world that listen. Uh, yeah. We, had Make sure you this have a big way to polar vortex thing going on here in oh, the God, yeah, like man. all across the Midwest, uh, the 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 U.S. Yeah. pretty much. And yeah, uh, it was dumb. We went from forty degrees to negative twenty, and then later on this week we'll be right back up to fifty. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty nuts. You know, uh, the dog yeah. would not poop outside. 
Um, <laughs> no, of course not, man. That shit's too cool. Uh, they My did, dog they didn't poop down inside in either, but <laughs> I was yeah. worried about them. My dog literally ran out there and just laid down in the snow and started rolling. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's negative 20. Like, she was out there for a solid 10 minutes. I was trying to get her in the whole time. So, don't be reporting me to Peter shit. Right. I was I was trying to be a good owner. But she, she refused to come inside. And when she finally did, she had, like, a tiny bead of blood on her paw. And I was just like, what the fuck, dog? Like, how do you not realize you're freezing? Oh, like, no. why do you love the cold this much? Oh, God. She's not my child. She is not <laughs> huskies, my child. Huskies, man. Huskies. Uh, I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Yeah, garlic's got that Negative short 20. fur, that that short hair, uh, rather, and yeah. she's like, "Fuck this! <laughs> Why are we out here?" <laughs> we bought her booties. Zelda's, and everything. Like that's the problem is Zelda's got all of it, but she still has a, a very bare belly. Like sure. her belly is still pretty vulnerable, but she just loves to like go right into the snow yeah. with it. And I'm just like, "Stop it!" <laughs> like I gotta pay for this later when you need like issues and surgery and stuff. So she's got like basically she's got the 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 husky brain, um, and yeah. she's got the other the other breeds in, in body. Yeah, the, the Australian <laughs> shepherd belly. That's all she got from. She got the Australian shepherd belly and the height. That was it. <laughs> and she got the Shiba Inu tail. Yeah, everything else is all husky. All husky. <laughs> uh, crazy, well, y- you mentioned Pocahontas. So Pocahontas was actually a nickname. Uh, in the real hist, uh, the real life history, ah. historical woman is just a nickname, uh, which meant playful one, um, and uh, her name was Amunute, um, and they, I like that too. The, in the culture, the um, it's the Powhatan uh, nation. Mm-hmm. They have more private names as well. So her her intimate name was moto aka huh yeah but we'll call her pocahontas because we're talking about the disney version and they only gave the yeah. her the one name but anyways I, I did let, some yeah, research search i'm yeah, ready you did that you did the deep research into pocahontas i did a tiny bit of research into the the making of it there's not really much to say in the making of it because it's just it's the guy who directed uh rescuers down under they brought okay. him back for this he wanted to do a like swan song or something. He wanted to make make an adaptation of swan song, but that was denied by other hmm. production companies. And eventually, I guess he wanted to do like an American West movie. And from there became, he, he saw a book on Pocahontas and was like, oh, this would be interesting. And so that's, that's basically all he did. And then, and then they just messed all the history up and threw Mel Gibson into the mix and called it a good day. So, <laughs> so uh, You've heard us talk a lot during this playlist about these placards. These yeah. these placards that come up at the beginning of the Disney movie. Yeah. And you were you were supposed to be paying attention because I didn't remember seeing a placard. There so. wasn't one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there was not one for Pocahontas. Now, alright. What the hell, Disney? I, I know. So, really, I think that, like, so... The placard. It basically says, hey, some of the depictions uh, of people of different cultures and races are inappropriate, uh, hateful, and uh, misrepresentation. Well, does this – this is not historically accurate in any which way at all. So, 
is that not misrepresentation? It's misrepresentation right. of the truth, if anything. Plus, plus, I know having read like books written by uh, Native Americans or you know indig- the indigenous American people. Yeah. Um, having read books, I know that there are different uh, thoughts on whether they should be called Native Americans or forgive right. the Indians. Yeah. And this movie definitely leans hard into the I word. And I know there are there are many. Well, they also American use other slurs do. too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole song about. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know that the Native American tribe also sings part of the song, but like, there's a whole song about savages, savages. Yes, like, yeah. It's, and, I mean, it's both the one that about, really hits in your head too. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So what, I guess we're gonna start up really with remember. what we think is problematic about this film, since that's what's kind of under our butt. But not leading uh, with a placard. <laughs> yeah, not leading with the that's placard, I think, was a brave move. But I think it's because of what's at the heart of the movie. What's at the heart of the movie is the idea of coexistence, tolerance, and accepting mm-hmm. people's differences. <clears throat> However, <laughs> with the- and then all of that message comes from the great and wonderful Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> We know, we know his history on that message. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think he, I think he's he's done some atoning, and yeah, I know yeah. that there are some who who forgive him. And and in coming back to, because uh, I've only seen Pocahontas once when I was a kid, sure. we did not watch it that much. And coming back to it, the only thing I remember was that it was Mel Gibson. I was like, oh yeah, this is a really really weirdly tainted message since yeah. it's coming from Mel Gibson. Yeah. So Mel Gibson, <laughs> by the way, is John Smith. Uh, yes, and yes. so the the two well known characters of this story, this historical story, are John mm-hmm. Smith and Pocahontas. So the real life story in the real life story, I'm going to start there. I think Pocahontas is eleven, and uh, John Smith comes to and 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 meets with. Uh, the chief of the tribe is known as uh, Chief um, Poetan, which is also the name of the nation. Um, he has he has another name too. I I, I don't quite remember that one, but he, that basically he is the great chief. He is the chief of like thirty plus tribes, and Pocahontas is his favorite daughter. And um, she, uh, it, it, rather, when he comes, being John Smith, John Smith comes, his father has him, uh, you know, taken in, bound, and then they stack two giant rocks on top of each other. His head is for- forced under the rocks, John Smith's head, and then Chief uh, Poetan goes to strike him with his club. And then Pocahontas puts her head in between uh, John Smith and the club. So that part of the story is what happened according to John Smith. So this, you know, this, there's never been a version of this story from Pocahontas. There are no writings from Pocahontas. Um, She married another guy. (laughs) What she, she married, she did eventually move 
I say it that way because I don't know if she was forced or not. I didn't read back past the events of what actually happened in the Disney movie here. But right. Pocahontas uh, stops. So John Smith rather sees Pocahontas as, as his savior. Uh, and from there, the chief adopts John Smith into the tribe as his son. And um, then John goes back to Jamestown and uh, in the following year or the years to come, uh, there's this trade alliance built between the Powhatans and Jamestown for food. But the, the, uh, the, the English, they need more food than the Powhatans can provide and there's been a drought. So things do start to turn bad because the English are demanding more and more food and Powhatan is like, we don't have it. And um, so he dem- so he tells all his people to stop trading with the English. And finally, like after all these threats and stuff, Powhatan is like, all right, if John Smith is sent to trade with me and brings these X amount of things, he wanted uh, – uh, he wanted swords, guns, hens, uh, a grindstone, because that was, you know, newer technology to them, and uh, something else. I can't remember. He said he would fill John Smith's ship with corn to take back to the English colony, but that that would be the that would be the that would be the trade to get them through, and then they can plant their own corn. Hardball. I yeah. Like it. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, John Smith gets uh, stuck along the way, and then he uh, is. So I think the his tardiness kind of soured Powhatan's view uh, uh, of him a little bit. So negotiations yeah. went rather sour, and uh, so Powhatan. So John Smith was asked to leave. Eventually, Powhatan moves his tribe's nation from where it is to furthermore inland to, to get more separation from the English. And, uh, John Smith does, uh, suffer from a gunpowder wound and has to go back to England. And, um, Pocahontas and Powhatan are told that he dies. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I mistold the story a little bit. Pocahontas tells John Smith that his her father is angry and plans to probably most likely plans to kill him, so he leaves before that can happen. Mm. Um, but anyhow, but she's still eleven. She's still eleven. Yeah, well, or maybe twelve or thirteen by this point. I don't know how long the story spans. Yeah, it's over a few seasons at the very least. But John Smith does go back to England and. Uh, Pocahontas and Powhatan are told that he's dead. And that's kind of where our story goes. It kind of cuts off is John Smith returning to England because he got shot. Hmm. Now, there's a lot of the, the, the drama is just completely different than what actually happens. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you could see where they could take that story and twist it into this story. But there is no real life romance 
between Pocahontas and John Smith. Yeah. And yeah, that's, they, yeah, they definitely, that's one of the things that they definitely went crazy with. That was the biggest thing. <laughs> like, because they also make, they make Pocahontas, I don't know what, mid, late teens, early 20s, like, you know, she's much older, which is, Yeah, you know, she's of married age for the century, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> but like also uh John John is uh John Smith is working underneath the orders of Governor Radcliffe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Radcliffe? I think so. I I didn't Yeah. Uh, let's look. I'm pretty sure it is Lord Rat. Oh no, he's not Lord. He's not a lord. He's just a governor. He's a governor. Yeah. <clears throat> or he becomes governor at least yeah here he's voiced by david ogden steers uh who again for like the third or fourth time now i'm always surprised by charles emerson winchester the third from mash <laughs> constantly popping up in disney film films yes. i never i never knew that it's so fascinating it's to me. he's good as governor Rackley. really he has a good... funny because he yeah. also voices wiggins who's uh governor ratcliffe's underling uh, and oh there's like this, this um, that. joke that kind of runs throughout the movie where uh, Ratcliffe says, uh, well, rather Wiggins does something stupid as fuck. And Ratcliffe is like, yeah. and he came so re- highly recommended. And then uh, <laughs> when at the end, when Ratcliffe is foiled and whatever, uh, yeah. Wiggins is off Defeated. by himself with Percy, Wig- uh, which is Ratcliffe's dog, and he's like, and it came so highly recommended. It's funny that, <laughs> it, it, that it, they're like just completely different characters, so it's really funny that I it's did not, the same person. I did not know that he would, he did both voices. That is hilarious. Oh, and Jim Cummings did Powhatan. Yeah, the singing voice. Oh, the singing voice. God yeah. damn it. And Russell, Russell Means, yeah, Russell Means was the the speaking voice okay i i was gonna say john's actually that was that is one thing (laughs) jim cummings right that is one of the nicer things about this movie too is it i I do believe they cast um native american yeah because irene bedard is uh um well let me make sure yeah yeah the she's of a alaskan tribe okay sorry alaskan nation I can't pronounce that. In Yupiat? In Yupiat? Um, where... Um, is this for Russell? I'm sorry. No, that is... Sorry, that's Irene Bedard. She... Of the, the Alaskan... Oh, right. uh, in Yupiat. Alaskan natives. Um, and Russell means... I see the Lakota. Yes. Yes. Oglala... Oglala Lakota. So yeah, that is that is one of the nice things about this movie too is it does seem that they tried to hire yeah. Native American voices for their for their cast. Um they'd had different singing voices, which is, you know, that's probably an actor thing. Maybe that Irene Bedard and Russell Means were like, Yeah, we don't want to sing. <laughs> or or they <laughs> let him sing for a little bit and they're like, Yeah, we could get better singers. <laughs> yeah, we we can do a little better. <laughs> But yeah, I do. I do like them. I mean, Mel Gibson, honestly, as as the voice of John Smith, he is a good voice. Yeah, like it is a good white man voice. Like that is Mel Gibson. So it's nice. Mm, good uh, job, you did it. Yep, you did it. John Cassier plays Pocahontas's uh, pet raccoon Miko. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if I, I wonder if we know John Cassier from anything. 
Reefer Madness. Okay. Love it. Okay. Gotcha. I do recognize him. Uh, Danny Mann <laughs> plays Percy, the dog I mentioned, who is this pampered oh, uh, little you. bulldog. Yeah. That's not Frank Walker. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the big name, the one that surprised me, um, because, you know, I was watching the cast list and I was like, yeah, Mel Gibson. That's what I thought. And then a name popped up that I was like, what? Christian Bale. Yeah. Christian Bale's in this, and I did not know that. Oh my god, he plays Thomas, uh, a young uh, sailor, soldier, fight uh, underneath uh, John uh, Smith. Well, he's a settler, anyways. Settler? Yeah. yeah. And he, he is he is kind of like, you know, Mel, Mel Gibson's John Smith is like good-natured, heartwarming individual, you know. He doesn't he doesn't see the Native... I mean, he, he refers to the Native Americans with slurs, but, but he does it purely out of habit does. with... Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's just a habit out of who he, he surrounds himself with. But, like, he doesn't see them <laughs> yeah. in the same light as them. The He's man, more open, more willing to, to converse and, and to uh, right. get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. He sees because he they know does the land, see people even, as even people a little bit more than the rest of the uh, the Englishmen yeah. do. The, uh, the other Englishmen definitely have the perception of they are other and right. they want to kick us off this land that is rightfully ours yeah. to take but even though it's theirs and thomas and thomas is like the fence character he's he's the character who he is very much like the rest of the settlers and 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 uh uh conquerors but he looks um, up to john smith a lot exactly yeah and he has he has a more open mind he's he's able to be um not, I don't want to say persuade he's, or convince, he's young. but like he's, he's young and he's, yeah, he's able to have his mind open. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. I would I would say he's not he, he's not really open minded, but he's able to have his mind open. Sure, like he's sure. he's he's pretty closed off with the rest of the because he he sees the the Native Americans in the same light as pretty much the rest of the settlers, but because of how John Smith acts, he's willing to to you know think about it. <laughs> yeah. To, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't respond in kind at first. Uh, there are definite moments where he pulls a gun. I'll say, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for <laughs> causes sure, causes some pretty bad tension. Uh, who's the um, not to not to spoil that moment? Who is Kakuum? What's his name? Kakuum. 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 Yeah, that's James. By James uh, Oppelmott. Go ahead, Fall. James Oppelmott. Fall. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so. Kakuam is set up to marry Pocahontas uh, by Chief Powhatan. And um, anyhow, Pocahontas is like, that's like the most serious man in in the nation, Dad. Why are you going to do that <laughs> yeah. to me? She's <laughs> like, I'm fun and yeah. free-spirited. I dive off cliffs yeah, like a thousand on, feet my, into water. My name literally means playful one. What, what, what come are you on. doing? Don't do this to me. Uh, come on. So she runs off to, to Grandmother Willow to complain about it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's one of my... Like, honestly, I think as a kid, that was one of my... I, I th- my grandmother Willow might be what turned me off as a kid, really, because I think she scared me. Oh, okay. More than I can see that. It's Linda Hunt, by the way. Who? Yes, thank you. You know, is she's just a character, um, as a person. 
Anyways. Oh, I do know her. Yeah, yeah of course you do. Up, I know her. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I wow. mean, she was in. She's in a lot of sci-fi stuff, but she's also um, famous for NCIS uh, right oh, yeah. now, and uh, also the Incredibles modeled a character after her. <laughs> That's what I was, yeah, I was gonna it's say not, I was like, Edna is like, not played by Linda. I didn't, I didn't want to say that, but at the same time, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I, I, Grandmother Widow, to me, was always just like this wise, uh, you know, mythical yeah. character in the in the yeah. that Pocahontas. Can I like talk it to. more as an adult. I do. Yeah. It's just as a kid, she was. I don't know. There's something creepy about her. All this, all of her scenes that. are dark. Uh, she's she's very loud and quite often immediately angry. Like, and I know it's just a very funny like grandmother mm-hmm. trait, you know, to be like silence, yeah. you know, and everybody's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I get it. But like as a kid, I was just like, oh my god, that oh, tree just barked, and everybody tree. got scared. <laughs> barked. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hope you noticed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she goes to him and uh, also at some point bring to, she, uh, Pocahontas, the, we're playing the pronoun game here. Pocahontas <laughs> goes to Grandmother Willow and at some points brings John Smith there as well. And some kind of yeah. magic happens and they can... All speak English and a Guanquin. Oh, which is the language it's that lo- the uh, Powhatans yeah. spoke. I do also love. I, I feel like John Smith's initial reaction to Grandmother Willow was my reaction as a child. Like <laughs> he's like hell? he's immediately yeah. Once he can see the tree, because it takes him a while to see the to to see the spirit in the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like to us, like to Pocahontas, really, it, you see a, a literal face in the tree that can talk but for him she emerge it has to emerge from the tree like he has to like like i don't remember what he has to do like he's just got to believe or whatever but yeah. like once he does uh she's just like emerges there and it's just like oh my god yeah there's definitely <laughs> it's, some it's, computer uh uh assistance in it's, that it's, transition yeah. it's, it's, decent it's, animation. it's pretty cool yeah yeah i don't like the animation as much as the last few renaissance films we've watched i can agree with but that. it's it's still it's still good animation it's yeah. just it kind of like especially in the faces i feel like there's a lot less work put into the faces in this one yeah it just uh, seems you like mean the fact that pocahontas doesn't have a nose in most of the frames she yeah, literally she's all. like she's like five lines that's it yeah like that's her whole face her full, whole face is just five lines it's weird yeah it is super weird like um like <sighs> Yeah, she's like from a distance. She straight up just has like two slits, like the l- what you look like in that drawing that I made of you. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It is. You saying Disney ripped you off? I think Disney ripped, ripped off, off Disney. your look. No, 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 no. Um, so <laughs> I gotta say that I do like the animation a lot more during uh paint with all the colors of the wind i think that sequence yeah that's fair in the film is very interesting uh you know it's it's a bit of a montage which i know you're not super into that but yeah that's what disney that, does I mean, that, during honestly, m- music pieces pretty yeah. much 
that honestly might be why I don't remember it that well because I had to listen to it and I was like, oh, right, I do remember this song. Like, I'm sorry. I know this is going to bother a lot of people. I know there's a lot of Pocahontas fans out there. This movie is mostly forgettable to me. Like, the, the romance is very dry. It's it's a love at first sight kind of thing, which which can work. I can enjoy those kind of romances, but I don't like it here. It feels very wrong. And, like, <laughs> it's just, it, it's very weird and off-putting. I like the message behind it. Like, the idea behind it is good, you know, of, of you know, finding a unity between strangers. Like, I like that idea. But given the history of actual things and events, like, this whole this whole story feels off. Yeah. But um crap, where, where was it going from the very beginning? What was the I don't know. I mentioned the the this sequence of uh all the colors of the wind and I thought right. maybe yeah, you yeah. want to talk music, about yeah. Yeah. The music's mostly forgettable for me and I couldn't for whatever reason I couldn't remember I couldn't remember Colors of the Wind. Like I had to I had to go back and re listen to it and be like, Oh yeah, this song. And it, it might honestly have been because it was in a montage scene. <laughs> That's why I don't remember it. It might be true. If, if, uh, I don't know why I hate montage scenes. Because like, I, I, I feel like there's just a better way. They, they have their this use. This is I know a they have very use. artful montage. It is, yeah. it is almost a collage. Kind of. it, it, yeah. It's it's basically they they step out of the movie world just a little bit and make a music video. Um, which you could argue happens with m- most Disney songs, but they're usually traveling from <laughs> one place to another, not necessarily a montage. Right. And, um, yeah. <clears throat> but you know, they go and they run with animals and, uh, they, uh, catch eagles on, on their arms. And, you know, it's, it, it's just pretty, yeah. it, it, you know, not necessarily, necessary for the plot of the movie but it has everything that the movie is trying mm-hmm. to say wrapped up in that that's, song yeah and that's good like yeah. I, I do i do like it now like once i re-listened to it, i was like yeah i do remember this i do like it but none of them are like bops to me yeah i don't know if the kids still say bops i don't know like, i've been it, saying it <laughs> yeah good good i still say it We'll keep it alive until we're 80. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> just like that, that's sick. That's sick, man. <laughs> we'll Wicked. That, we'll keep that alive forever. I can't remember. I said something the other day that uh, one of the, the younger kids uh, looked at me and he's just like, what the fuck did you just say? And he's like, what, are you 40? And I was like, no, I'm almost 30. Thank you. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> but, uh, but, like yeah a lot of this movie is just is just it's gone for me is that your closing statement my... it's gone for no, you no 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 i just I, I i had another brain pause where my brain was just like i don't remember what i was talking about so <laughs> I, know. I thought you were gonna bring <laughs> up really... once around the river bend thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what i was trying to do oh my god a long drive remember people yes. long drive i'm doing okay Good. Having a stroke, it's okay. Burnt toast. <laughs> oh no! But like, yeah, once, <laughs> once, about, once around the river bend, like listening to that song. I know a lot of people love it, and I know it's a, it's one of the more popular songs from from this uh, film. I could not stand it listening to it. I have I have this thing called misophonia, 
which mm-hmm. is like certain certain discordant sounds or or just sounds in general just irritate the fuck out of me. It's like if I'm if I'm sitting at a dinner table and people are chewing with their mouth open, I get very irrationally irritated to the point where I will literally just leave the room and just go be by myself for a while and eat the rest of my meal. Like it, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. I can't stand I I can't stand certain sounds like that. Um, Blake Blake knows this because we live with me for a while. <laughs> yeah, and, and when you eat, your your jaw is like constantly I can't breaking. Help it. <laughs> and 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 I had to mention it at least a thousand times every single day. Whenever we would hang out together, I'd be like, "What's happening with your jaw, bud? Like, are you eating glass? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like my mouth is closed." <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's true. But it's just it's just your your whole jaw is just. <laughs> it's like what's happening there, uh, but no, it's it's, and that's the problem with with just around the river bend is uh, the tempo. I'm 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 not a mu- musician, mm-hmm. okay? Like I don't I don't speak well with with musical terms. I'm not well versed musically. I have I I know what I like, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And what I like is like Rush, and Rush <laughs> changes tempo a lot. They have a lot of different changing time signatures. But how they do it is so beautiful to me. I love it because it's not just like an abrupt halt. It's it's a nice transition transition mm-hmm. into it. Whereas with just around the river bend, for me listening to that song, I kept getting lost in the tempo because it it would be so fast at first, and then it was hit a br- like a brick wall, and she was slowing down into one long loud note that she's holding for a while, and then she's going back fast again, and everything, everything and I'm just like. I, I just could not focus in that song. It was bothering me so much. And I tried to listen to it like three more times because I'm just like, maybe I was in a bad, like, yeah. maybe I just wasn't focused. Maybe I was like, you know, maybe I was very irritated by something. So I tried to re-listen to it. And each time I can only make it like a minute in before I'm like, no, yeah, I, I can't. Yeah. That, well, that song's <clears throat> tempo is so weird to me. I, because you mentioned it before I had rewatched Pocahontas and you so i was listening for it and i can definitely hear where you're coming from and it must be the misophonia because it might be because it is because the way you speak about it to the average person i'm it's going to be extremely exaggerated for them (laughs) (laughs) it's very nitpicky it very much is no every time i listen to it i just can't with it like because it's I don't know what it is. It might just be because it starts off very fast, so it yeah. makes me immediately feel anxious. That could be because it. it's like it's not it's not like it's not as fast as rap. And I do listen to a lot of rap, like so. It's like I'm not put off by mm-hmm. you know sp- speed uh, speed vocals, <laughs> speedy vocals. But I don't know once once it hits that wall and she hits the chorus, then it's like I just immediately feel like I'm on a roller coaster. I'm just like whoa. No, <laughs> like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like I, I can't. It, it might be the misophonia. Like it, it does have, it does have certain flares, and I think this song is one of them. Like, yeah, so it's weird. I get where you're coming from. Like I said, but I can respect what they're trying to do with this song because it's about yeah. a river. She's literally traveling down a river in a canoe. A river does you know, have rapid spots and slow spots. and It uh, ebbs and flows. It ebbs and flows, exactly. So I thought that that's what they were trying to mimic with this song, and I think it 
it works to an extent, yeah. but it's still not the best piece of music in in the movie. That I think what will live on is the colors of the wind. I know you say it's not super uh, rememberable for you, and unfortunately, it, song, the though. catchiest song is yeah entitled Savages, and. Yeah. That's um, the only one that I and I think it's got that beat. what the problem, the big problem with the song is that to the parents watching it, it's very obviously a satire of how people felt a couple hundred years ago. Right. But to a child who doesn't understand sardonic you know anything <laughs> yeah yep. you're gonna get a kid you're yeah. gonna get a kid prancing around the living room screaming savages savages yeah yeah exactly uh and, and yeah, you're just it's gonna be like right face message. palming the whole time yeah it's like no no like, i think you know child. if you can manage to i think really what it is is this movie is more for older kids if you want to get them that yeah. that message of like tolerance and uh you know coexistence and everything that's all well and good that that message is in here and i think that maybe disney was going for like an alt history vibe but it's not right very evident it it, it almost it feels more like american propaganda like it really it really yeah. does present itself as the story the, the story. story yeah like, it does yeah i think that needs to be a little bit more evident i think it could still use that placard despite the positive message uh, yeah, but I 100%. give it a, I still give it a full face because I have a nostalgic in, enjoyment from it, and I think that there is a valuable message in the movie, even though there are problematic parts of it. That's good. I, I give it two and a half stars. Uh, personally, I was gonna give it two stars, but uh, I felt that was too harsh because it's just it, it's it's still a good movie. It really is. Like there there are good intents. The the animation is fine. I think I think the animal animation is much better than the human animation. I can agree. Like uh, the, there's a there's a hummingbird. The the only the the actual Frank Welker role is Flip the hummingbird. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a, it's an amazing thing. I love it. I love that man. Frank Welker is a god. But <laughs> <laughs> but like the the animations for the hummingbird and for uh, what was the raccoon's name again? I wish I already uh, forgot it. Um. Fuck. Miko? Miko. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Miko and Flit are their their animation's great and their their comedy duo is in, enjoyable. That's what that's really where the the younger kids will enjoy. Right. Because I feel like the another problem too. I had with this movie was the and, Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh I, I always forget about the dog. <laughs> yeah, he, he's definitely <laughs> the third will between the, the two of them. <laughs> Right, he gets he uh, Percy does get a, a very hilarious stunk at a stump horror movie moment. I do like that. Yeah. that really cool. He's he's walking around with a stump on his head. And it's it's really funny. Um, but like the the animation for the animals is really good, and I enjoy the humor that was attempted with them. But the problem comes in the tone because they be having a very serious conversation. The adults will, the the humans will. That is. And then it'll just cut to a raccoon and a hummingbird doing the silliest shit. And it's like, that's adorable. They're literally talking about slaughter over there, yeah. though. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I get that. I get that, like, you know, we want to relax the moment here. But it makes for a really weird tone when you're trying to watch it, as, as at least as an adult, right. as a kid. 
this movie did not stick with me. Me and my brother did not watch this that much. I only remember watching it once. Um, but it, it was not a, not a, a repeat in our household because it's just, it didn't grab us, you know? Yeah. And if they wanted to be really historically accurate, um, well, one, she would be there. 11 and she wouldn't wear much of any clothes. And it also doesn't need that romance aspect. No, it not at all. You don't need. You don't. Yeah. And you don't please need romance the children to... in the movies. I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do. But like, but like, you could easily still do Pocahontas as a child and John Smith as an adult. Yeah. And that's where that's where this that's still uh, a great story connection doesn't need yeah, romance. It's still a good story. I agree with you. 100%. Yeah. But no, we got it. We got to have that. They, I believe that was a producer thing. I believe the production. Uh, one of the producers was like, it needs to have a good romance at the heart of it. Cause we want another, we want another beauty and the beast. You know, we want, we want something to be nominated for, for the best, you know, best picture Oscar award yeah. again. Yeah. And, that, and they, they wanted that big romance thing to win over everybody. It's dumb. You know, here it is. It was studio chairman, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who wanted that, who wanted a, a, a serious romantic epic like beauty and the beast. Just dumb. Yeah, don't need it. <clears throat> Didn't need to happen. Get the romance out of my kids' film. <laughs> out of this one, anyways. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that's been the show. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys and gals, and all of y'all in between. We love you, every one of you, every and, single uh, one of you. Yeah, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh, and I am the face of Sleon, and you. I just cute you, catch potatoes. Oh, I love you so much. Oh, 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 we got some more Disney movies coming your way on uh, Mondays, so see you next time. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.